This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. So you're looking for seasonal work, huh? Uh, you've come to the right place, Moham. Moham? Uh, it's ham. Actually, it's a uh, Moham. Mo Moham? <laughs> That's what I say after my first helping of ham. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your middle name is Glazed, you got the job. <laughs> Mo Glazed Ham, please. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. It's Reginald. Oh. Um, Mo Reginald Ham. Uh, well, our, all right, let me just tell you about our operation then. Uh, the reindeer antler car decoration business, it really picks up this time of year. Uh, we are actually now projecting it could be a $4.7,000 industry. <laughs> yeah. wow. And, uh, well, judging from your resume, we could use a person with strong leadership skills such as yourself. Uh, I know I've heard of your previous company somewhere before. Does it stand for international services? Uh, most people just call it ISIS. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd say it definitely provides international services. Uh, really important work. Uh, good organization, great funding. Killer startup. Ooh, oh, it's a startup. Do you, do you have some tech experience? Uh, yeah, uh, mostly the Tech 9. Um, but I've worked with the Tech 22 and the Tech 38 as well. Um, I also enjoy working with wiring, timers, uh, vests. Well, have you ever worked for a holiday-themed company before? Uh, well, you know, when you love your work, every day is a holiday. Am I right? There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just something about the look on the children's faces. It just makes it all, all worth it. Their terrified screams as they look at the bodies hanging from the trees. Their petrified gasps as they see the heads on pikes. Their tortured gazes as they witness the blood <laughs> running through the streets. Ah, Halloween decor, huh? Oh, you know what? I, I actually think some of those skills can translate to this job. And, you know, because I'm the boss with good intentions, it sometimes lets the celebration of the season divert my attention from, you know, dangerous risks and appropriate decision-making. 
Welcome to the team at the Christmas Reindeer Antler Productions. <laughs> this is incredible. I can't believe you fell for that. Uh, thank you so much. Do you have any questions? I mean, um, well, uh, we're not using real reindeer, right? Because uh, I have experience cutting many things up. I just I can't work with any non-halal meats. Well, let me just say, even though the antlers do look eerily realistic. Uh, we actually use 100% felt. <laughs> yes, I like to say, no actual reindeer were harmed in the production of our car antlers. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of Jews will be. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Quiet down. Quiet down, everybody. Quiet down. Quiet down. As you know, Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> and because Santa employs all the elves, <laughs> we need all the help we can get, right? Right? So I want you all to welcome the newest addition to our company, Mo Ham. <laughs> Mo, you are going to be working with our star employee, Holly Mistletoe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh goodness. Uh, oh, yes, I'm. C carry on, as you were, as you were. It's so great to meet you. I'm Holly Mistletoe, a cheerful, hardworking, all American girl who loves Christmas so much. I just refuse to see the negatives in people, such as selfishness, grumpiness, or terrorism. There's nothing more important to Chris Kringle makes me tingle. <laughs> Chris Kringle, is, is that your male guardian? Or? No, no, silly. It's Santa. Don't be such a Grinch. <laughs> well, you don't be such a queen of the whores then. <laughs> Did you even know that I can see your naked mouth, your indecent trampy neck? Even your wrists are those of a harlot. Here, let me, let me help you here. Just, I mean, really, it's just so uh, trashy. You Americans are just, just it's really revolting. What? Here we go. Let me just get that a little bit better. Oh, there we go. There, that's... Oh, you're so silly! <laughs> yeah, you're, and you're so dead very soon. <laughs> that is one way to shut a woman up. Oh, name's Leif. Rhymes with rape. That's how most people remember. It doesn't even really rhyme, but uh, okay, I'm, I'm Mo. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself so that you understand my whole character arc. I'm just a little blue-collar delivery guy. Sure, I'm a bit rough around the edges, and yeah, I'm going to make an off-color joke from time to time. Maybe I'll use a crude nickname, or perhaps I'll steal a female co-worker's phone when they're not looking and, you know, quickly search for nude pictures and then email them to myself. <laughs> Uh, but despite the tough exterior, the real reason I do this, I love Christmas and revenge porn. <laughs> well, I tell you, I, I, I truly respect your disrespect for women. But I look at you and all I see is American greed and obesity. Uh, morbid Christmas obesity is what I see. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say here is the, the main problem that I have is the excess weight. 
um, you I, know, uh, maybe I got it. I, maybe I, I'm I not explaining it clearly. Uh, doctors recommend certain measures of health to be maintained, um, and you you violate all of them, like all <laughs> I of them. Am aware of what you're saying? Okay, you're overweight is what no, I, I. I got it. I, fat. I got it. Hey, can someone hand me my phone? Ooh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You want to take a look at some pics, Mo? Ooh, uh, yeah, probably shouldn't. <laughs> Is your name Mo or Moesha? <laughs> <laughs> well, normally I would strike you down for calling me a female name, and technically I would be forbidden to look at those pictures. <laughs> but I guess I can indulge in your perversion so that you won't suspect my jihad. <laughs> my jingle jihad. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Son, can you hear us? It's Dad and Mom. Hi, honey. Hey, Dad. Uh, to be honest, I'm feeling kind of weird calling her Mom. I mean, she's blatantly younger than me. Oh, come on, Mo. She's my third oldest wife. I know, but, I mean, is she even 20 years old? Well, if she is, I got ripped off. <laughs> Now, what can I help you with, son? Well, I'm having trouble at my new job. I I just don't really like my coworkers at all. Well, maybe you could buy donuts for everyone one day, sweetie. Or have you tried a company-wide email to introduce yourself? Interesting question. Have you ever tried never speaking again, unless spoken to? Oh, I'm so sorry, dear. Oh, that's interesting. One of my good friends used to have a wife and. I'm so sorry, dear, were her exact last words. What a coincidence. A true holiday miracle. Son, it's like I always tell you, you have to focus on what's important in this life so that you'll get all the virgins you were promised in the next one. You're right. You're right, Dad. You know, with all the hustle and bustle of the holidays, sometimes you forget the reason for the season. Beheadings. Beheadings, right, yeah. Now, Moe. Wouldn't it be better if we could just set an example of how our faith can lead you to real inner peace? And maybe, just maybe, show people the light? Interesting that you bring up the light. I'm told that's the last thing you see when you're buried alive. Son, you'll have to forgive your mother this time of year. She's just a useless woman, just like every other time of the year. I know, Dad. It's just, it's been really hard getting into destroying infidels this year. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, here we are, a great family of radical extremists, and even the protocols of the elders of Zion won't cheer me up. It's like Uncle Ben always said, the best way to spread holiday cheer is a severed head for all to fear. Aw, thanks, Dad. I miss you guys. Maybe in a few weeks, I'll get back to see both of you. A few weeks? Yeah, you might just be seeing me. What do you
Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. All right, well, that's better. Wow, technical difficulties, but you got uh, an extra dose of the wonderful world, according to Stu. And wait a minute, you're not going to know how it ends now. Well, they can go online and, and... Watch it on the I, I didn't mean to unplug anything. Yeah, we thanks. We appreciate that. Problem. Oh, thank you so much. Sorry. Uh, yeah, can they see the rest of it online? Is it posted? Yes. It's uh, if you go to uh, Blaze and look up Wonderful World of Stew, it's the Christmas Icicle. And waiting. Okay, gotcha. Starring Isisicle. Brad? No, it's it's starring mm-hmm. Stu and Jeffy and everybody He's else. He's just a cog just, in the machine. I am simply a, just. It's Stu's world. I'm walking through it. I understand. It's Doc Carey and Brad pinch hitting for Pat Stu and Jeffy this week. Thanks so much for joining us. All right. Lots of uh, interesting happenings are going on. So you had some breaking news over the last hour or so. Yes. The Russian ambassador to Turkey has been shot killed. Um, this was an interesting rollout as the gunman shot him. And then they eventually shot the gunman as well. And now the ambassador has died. This was in Ankara. Um, this is really interesting because of all of the interweavings of things happening. First of all, you've got Russia, mm-hmm. Russia's involvement in the Middle East and with dealing with ISIS and Turkey's involvement in the whole thing. So what does this mean? It could be something very simple, rogue terrorist. It could right. be a bigger plot. We don't know. No. Well, Russia is kind of everywhere. And I don't think we know everywhere that they are. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we know they're influencing the election, but I mean, yeah, sorry for right. that. We don't know where they are. According right. to one reporter, the gunman yelled, we die in Aleppo, you die here. Yeah. Was it was that so, rogue? Was that wildcat terrorist? Was that just, you know, part of their their big plan? You don't know at this point. We have seen a bunch of reports that says as they get uh, tighter and tighter with the Middle East, Aleppo and other areas that you're going to see more of these attacks outward that they're proposing. ISIS is saying go forth into the rest of the world and commit more terrorist acts outside of the region. Remember, part of their power came from controlling that region because they made a lot of money. They were able to fund all these terrorist activities around the globe because of the money they made by controlling huge portions of the Middle East. And they made money off of um, outrageous taxes that they imposed on the citizens after beating them up and torturing them and killing them um, and making some of them their wives. They uh, had some money from oil and other, you know, uh, natural resources that they would send out. Mm-hmm. Um, then they had money with kidnappings and stuff like this for extortion purposes. But once they lose some of that, they're losing some of their money and ability to do this. So they're spending wisely on terrorism outside the region. There's so much happening. Um, and I think it's it's happening kind of behind the scenes sort of stuff. And, and um, it, there, there are so many like you were talking about the Web and the weaving, and there's just so much that it's mind-boggling. And there's so many possibilities and so many different uh, parts playing in it all. It's just 
I, I get lost in it. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but that's what's happening. So there are people around the globe in the Middle East. You're waking up going, oh, okay, uh, today's the day they're going to kill me. I mean, right. this is the reality around the globe. In America, we get to wake up to protesters saying, uh, maybe I'll go out and protest Donald Trump because I believe right. that the Russians had something to do with his election. Yeah. It's a little bit different there, a little bit different. Well, now they're saying that the ambassador is still alive. He was just wounded. What? The gunman is dead. Now we we got reports that the the ambassador was as well. So they're yeah. saying that the ambassador is still alive now. There too? are mixed reports at this point. So okay. At at this point too, it, who knows what's real and what's not? And I mean, there are so many. What's the whole thing with the fake news everywhere? Fake news. <laughs> well, and that's the thing about it. You got different levels of fake news. So so far, the fake news has been. Um, that you, it would be presented by a lot of people like Facebook and others as right. fake news being people like me putting out a story that is knowingly false in right. order to influence as part of propaganda. Right. But you know what? The media does this. They, they put out stories. Yes. They choose stories, which is propaganda because of their mm-hmm. bias. And then there's actual fake news stories like the uh, Muslim girl in New York who claimed that she was attacked by a group of drunken white men screaming Donald Trump and then tried to take her a job off. And it turns out that that whole story was fake. fake. The right. media did its due diligence in interviewing her and everybody else and getting the story. But the whole thing. So fake news has always been around. It has always been around. But with with the social media, it just seems like it's that much easier to access and to put out fake news stories and it's it, 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 we don't even know what's real anymore. Well, we no. brought this up on Think Tank last week. Fake news. The the National Enquirer has been around since the nineteen twenty, and some of the time they get a story right. 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 No, right. Well, but I would say that even NBC, CBS, ABC, the three big ones for years. Right. Listen, a lot of that was fake news. Well, wasn't Dan Rather busted for? Oh, that's right. For that reporting, was, that was, false? absolutely. But even prior, I think the reason you're hearing all the claims of fake news. Yes, there's a lot of crap out there, but there were always newsletters and all kinds of stuff. Yes. They are trying to great, regain control of what they lost. There used to be a time when the three big networks, a handful of newspapers, had yep. control of this, and they told you, even though a lot of it was, it was lies. They knew what they were doing. They were manipulating because they wanted certain things to happen based on their agenda. That has always been out there. So now they're pissed off. And trying to regain their power because they don't like people having it. So they're Mm going to claim that what you do, what I do, what other people do is fake news. Yes, there's a lot out there. The answer is not government uh, body determining whether or not something is fake news. It's Mm -hmm. not uh, Facebook getting together with uh, certain people to fact check because they're all biased as well. They're going to be the stalwart. No, the solution is you determining based on your own research who you can trust. That's it. The free market works. This is actually the free market working. Oh, it really, it really is. But That's an interesting take. Right. They don't want the free market to work. They want limited. They want you to only have these choices right here. They want the Walter Cronkite the way it was. Walter Cronkite was incredibly biased. Yeah. Right. Mm. Right. Right. So, but he seems so trustworthy. I think well, that's because he <laughs> it was the voice in the hat. Well, you know, they're so the old news. Casters, the news anchors were generally older men that you could trust. You thought of your grandpa. And if you can't trust your grandpa, who can you trust? I didn't think of my grandpa. That would have been really, really. He was not like okay. that. Not like, that would be really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I kind of like the older men thing. Sure. I mean, I, we have way too many women in broadcasting as it is. That's that's uh, just Pipe down, the you. jobs of men. That's all that's good. <laughs> all right. So what's happening in the world today of actual news, real news? <laughs> Uh, the Electoral College is meeting all around the country. Here's yes. how it works. You've got 51 different groups. 
You've got all 50 states and then Washington, D.C., all getting together, individual groups by state, based on what their state rules and regulations are, to go ahead and cast their votes for who they want to be president of the United States. Now, there's all kinds of rules about whether or not they can, you know, vote for somebody else, bound to it. Mm-hmm. There's people that are saying, no, no, you're not supposed to be bound How to it. How do you it. get to be on the electoral college? Do you know? You're picked by the parties. Oh. The parties pick their okay. people at the state level. That's all it is. Okay. So you see the party game played there, too. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So everyone out there, vote for me for electoral college. Right, right. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, uh, I mean, these are dyed-in-the-wool people, and they make sure they are going to toe the line with what the party wants. So there's not a whole lot that of surprises with that goes. Except for our it's one, still... um, uh, our one uh, elector in, here in Texas. What's his He's name? the one who's kind of gone rogue. ABC yeah. interviewed him, and he said that he is not voting for Trump. He's a Republican right. elector. He said that's he's the not one that, that like excused himself right. from from the college, right? right? That's the one, yeah. And he's getting terrible threats. Mm-hmm. And, and the, see, the thing is, it's not going to matter because it's winner take all in Texas. There's only two states. It's not winner take all. So you would yeah. actually have to flip so many people wow. in multiple states in order to get this to go. And Hillary, well, they could do a recount like they did up in the Northeast. And what didn't Trump end up with an extra twenty seven or thirty yeah. votes? <laughs> yes, in yeah, in uh, seven million dollars later. Right, I think that was in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and then mm-hmm. Michigan. It didn't go their way because they found out there's like an extra six or seven hundred votes in the city of Detroit on uh, more than the number of people who voted. So they say we have X oh number gosh. of votes. Wait a minute. It is just, higher than the number of people that I actually can't voted. Stand politics. It is so dirty <laughs> at mm-hmm. every level, even the local level. Our teeny tiny town, there's dirty politics happening. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just wrong. The little town that I went from that they got uh, nailed multiple times for ballot box stuffing. They got nailed over the east for that stupid little town. Yes. It doesn't actually matter. Um, every town matters, Doc. Every town no, matters. No, this town matter. It's a horrible Just... little place. <laughs> <laughs> really, really is pretty bad. So here's the thing that they're missing, though. The people out there that are so upset, and they're actually protesting. There's uh, it all over the country because the Electoral College started voting in some of the early states uh, as of 10 a.m. this morning. The later one, West Coast one, okay. will meet as late as 7 o'clock. So they don't tonight. actually get to one place get in a big room and all vote no. together. Indivi- no, in individual states they can, but not not yeah. all 538 I of them. I always pictured this no. big room where everyone's sitting no. kind of like a... it's still done by state. Okay, yeah. well. Yeah. But the one the one positive out of all <laughs> no this idea. is more people are paying attention to the process now. Right. This That's has true. actually been a very educational process. But I keep because warning, all the rules went out the window. But I keep warning the people that are so worried about a Trump presidency that they're out there protesting and trying to influence the Electoral College. I'm like, okay, let's say you get your wish. Uh-huh. Let's see. And they don't give 270 to Trump. What's going to happen? Right. If they don't get 270, if nobody gets it, it goes to the House of Representatives. Right. They pick Trump anyway, and there you go. Right. Okay, let's say if you manage to get enough for Hillary... Do you think this goes away then? Do you think the Republicans, Donald Trump, go, oh, Oh, the electoral college, sorry, okay, bye-bye. We really blew that one. Have fun. (laughs) People will lose their ever-loving mind. So you either have a Trump presidency, which you're afraid of, or civil war. This entire election, we knew. I mean, there is such an undercurrent of disruption and dissatisfaction that it didn't matter how the election went or how the electoral college goes. It, it's there are going to be a lot of people unhappy. There's going to still be some rumblings. I mean, it's it's really just a matter of let's try to keep this as civilized and sane as possible during this transition, which I don't know. One of the things I find so funny is one of the arguments they're using to justify to try to entice the electors into voting for Hillary 
is they said, well, because of this possible Russian influence, which, again, still not 100 percent confirmed, possible Russian influence, they said, we need to make sure that Donald Trump is in some sort of rogue agent or plant by Russia. We need to make sure. Right. This is their attitude with it, that they're saying we need to be careful. So you had 80 electors sign a petition asking the um, uh, intelligence community to give them the proof they have so they can go over it. Now, this is. <laughs> This is classified information, but they want it. It it doesn't work that way. You don't get access to classified information. But even if they well, did. Well, you can if Hillary gets it for you. Well, yeah, if Hillary does. You just check John Podesta's emails. You'll you get go. all the classified information you want. No, they said uh, even if even if they gave it to him, though, what those electors are saying is they deserve mm-hmm. that classified information to make good, reasonable choices on behalf of America. But you, the American people, you don't need that. Transparency for you. Nah, you don't need that. Well, and the uh, thing is, now, if they did overturn it for uh, for Hillary, they'd have to find Hillary. Because no one's seen her again. She's in the woods. A oh, ring, I know. Uh, You've got to have a conspiracy behind that. You oh, love conspiracies. So. The, the people up in Chappaqua <laughs> in the woods are looking for her. <laughs> that woman is good at hiding. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Uh, not so much at hiding email. No. 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 Just no. Kind of like, no. Here's the other thing, though. I think it's funny that so many of these electors now and people on the left are challenging the electors. Like you saw the Hollywood people come out with the video and say, go ahead and switch your vote, switch your vote. This is good. They're basing their argument on why electors not only can but should change their vote and vote for Hillary because of this fear that there was a foreign influence based on the Federalist Papers, number 68, where Alexander Hamilton said, hey, there could be a time when... There's a foreign agent mm-hmm. introduced to this, so electors have this responsibility. Now, it's not the Constitution, but it's the Federalist Papers. Right. He's one of the founding fathers. This is what they're using. And here's the laughable part. This is people on the left that have suddenly, in the last six weeks, seen the light about the Constitution <laughs> right. and the Federalist right. Papers. Yeah. Now, suddenly, they're informed. They're like, I am well, so... The Federalist Papers, number 68, says that, and, you know, according to the Constitution, <laughs> Article 2, right, I mean, we've done our this, homework. Right, I know, I'm like, where have you been for the last 20 years when I've been telling you about the Constitution? I, I found this old crinkly yellow paper in the bottom of our drawer, Constitution, I don't, just, what is this? Shut up. Make your entertaining movies, make your TV shows. I don't go to you for political advice or... Some of them uh, wrote The West Wing, thank you. They I did. didn't watch that show. They wrote The American President. They know all about government. I did they watch write that in their movie. movies. Yeah. And Neat. if nothing else, God. this has actually brought the left and the right closer and given them a common point of discussion. And that is... The Constitution. Yeah. But okay, you, I'll but, give you that. But how that's, do that's, they that's how the do they talk about? I mean, is it is it bringing it together? Is it bringing left and right together, or is it still pitting one another against each other, using the Constitution as that poor little pawn between the divorced parents? Ooh, why did you have to go there? What? So wow. here's what I think happened. I think a bunch of these people, these leftists, are real upset, and they're like, "Damn it, honey, I just can't deal with this. Let's go get a drink and let's go see a Broadway show." What's mm-hmm. what's the big Broadway show? Hamilton. Let's go see Hamilton, okay? <laughs> sure. Who's this Alexander Hamilton guy? Federalist Papers? Hmm. <laughs> I think that's yeah. what happened. That was on their way to moving to Canada. <laughs> on their way out. They're like, we can stay and fight because the Constitution says they learned all about it with Hamilton. That's probably what Actors it was. Actors ruin themselves for, for me when they, the, when they talk. If only there was a Broadway <laughs> musical about Milton Friedman, maybe. Something like that. Free markets. Maybe... 
Maybe they'd learn something about that. As you well. have a new project. Is that what it is? You're going to write a play. I expect in the coming weeks for them to go, who's this Jesus guy that the right's been telling us about? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. So were the, there were these ten commandments, right? Really fascinating stuff. There's actually stuff. nine that are broken into <laughs> ten, but whatevs. <laughs> All right. It's Doc Carey and Brad Pinch hitting for Pat and Stu today. If you would, please follow us on Twitter. It's at Doc Thompson Show. At? The Blaze Carey, right? And the, the Blaze, Blaze Brad. Brad. All right, very good. Please follow us on Twitter. We'll hopefully get some of your tweets coming up as well. Get a quick break in. Back with more. Pat and Stu. Brad in for Pat Stu and Jeffy today. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll get some of your uh, tweets coming up a little bit later on. We did see the video of the uh, Russian ambassador to Turkey being shot. Does not even look pull real. That up for you in a couple minutes, but yeah, so bizarre. bizarre, really, really bizarre. He's standing at a podium, and the gunman who was hired as a security guard, a guy to protect him, is standing behind him and just pulls the trigger, and you can actually see his shirt puff up, his jacket. As the bullet comes through and he falls out of camera sight before because he's standing at a podium wow. and you could just see it puff like this. Yeah. And then the gunman is standing behind him. We're pulling going up on that a little video. tirade rant, right? We're pulling up that video. Yeah, we're going to get it in a few minutes. We don't have it yet, but yeah, we'll, we'll check it out. In, in the meantime, uh, we did check and Canada um, is reporting an <laughs> influx of Americans uh, applying for Trump related <laughs> refugee status. The total is up to. 28. 28,000 20, people? No, 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 no. Just 28. Like 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 28. 28. You can count them on my hands and toes. Toes and here's like, yeah. One extra you can borrow flight. some digits. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, but those are all like Hollywood celebrity types who swore uh, they were going to. Apparently no. Uh, apparently oh. no. Brian Cranston is staying here. <laughs> okay. Barbara Streisand is staying here. Miley Cyrus is Amy Schumer mm. staying here. No, they're all staying here. Mm. So weird. I would love to know. How many people applied for refugee status to Canada when President Obama was in office? Hmm. Well, we had and people have claimed this stuff forever. Yeah. Republican, Democrat, whatever. I get so I tired of it. It's it's first of all, even if you mean it as a joke, it's not a funny joke right. by itself. It's just not funny. I'm not offended by it. It's just not funny. Right. It wasn't even funny the first time you said it. I mean, <laughs> but, but 20 years of this and then they don't do it. And then they're like, well, I was just joking or whatever. You didn't seem like you were joking with the stuff. You're off your rocker. I just want to know what the refugee like, you know, you think of refugees who are escaping um, Cuba or North Korea or, you know, serious, serious. Um, this shows you how bad Trump is. This shows you how bad they know, they understand. Many it's going to be the, really rough. Really, the death camps and concentration camps that are coming oh my Trump is going to be horrible. Yeah, that's no, I know what you mean. You guys have kind of lost your perspective on this thing. Certainly. A little. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So uh, Donald Trump has said um, he will now he's ready to, if given the information, accept the, the CIA report on Russian hacking. If he's given it and it looks good, he's willing to accept that now. OK. <laughs> Why? Okay, now here's what my question. I, I back up and and remember when uh, President Obama met with Putin and he whispered the "I can't do anything about it until I get reelected" yes. thing. 
Yeah. So which would indicate that, okay, maybe Putin was in with the Democrats. Mm -hmm. So now why would all of a sudden Putin not be in with the Democrats? That's what that's Brad. This is the thing about all of this that I find so frustrating. Once again, I'm the consistent person in the middle going, you guys are both wrong in this. Mm -hmm. You're all you're all using this either side to benefit you. Mm -hmm. And so that's the reason it's so silly once again to see everybody on the left or the people the Democrats support going, well, this is outrageous. I can't believe you did. But where were you all these other times? Where were you with Israel? Where were you with any of this stuff? Don't you think that other countries um, are better at chess? play a better chess game, think a little more long-term than Americans. As far as politics go? Politi- well, and yeah, actually, chess. Russians are really Isn't good at chess. is it a Russian who is yeah. the best chess player? <laughs> yes. See? But, but they, there you is know, something they to all think of this. Other countries seem to have um, different and better long-term strategies than Americans. We're just like, oh, let's get, oh, it's instant okay. gratification. I'm going to go with this right now. I would, I would agree with that statement if you consider shooting people in the head long-term planning. Because that's, that's what a lot of these countries do. They're like, I'm just going to shoot them. I'm going to kill them. We're going to. How many people have do, do we, in a pretty obvious way, the American public know that Vladimir Putin likely killed? I mean, the people with the poisonings and oh, right, the right. grain of nuclear. But, whatever it but was Putin in the bar. is playing a long term strategy, and he's he's you know dealing. I mean, like you said, he was talking with Obama at one point, talking with Trump, and. Okay, as far as international diplomacy goes. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, and we've had reports. This is one of the most fascinating things that I have heard in the last 20 years is that after the fall of the Soviet Union and they started getting some of the documentation out uh, from the former Soviet Union Mm -hmm. and the KGB, because they had all of these just piles and piles of documents that became public, that some of the documents suggested that the KGB had been seeding the Middle East with anti-American propaganda for decades. Now, if that's true, it certainly plays into the history yes. of America's trouble in the Middle East. America didn't have trouble in the Middle East during World War One back this. Right. Other people did. It's when we refused to give certain groups of people certain lands or whatever, which wasn't our fault. It was England. So you're saying before before it was um, before Af- <clears throat> Afghanistan and Russia were at war and the United States came right. in like before that. Even, yes, this would have been Russia just post World War II. Sometime okay. post World War II, Russia started saying, hey, America, that's your enemies. Them. Look, they stand okay. with Israel. Look, they created the country of Israel. Gotcha. And we did have promises with the. Uh, uh, different groups of people to say, hey, we would help you out, yeah. like the Turks and whoever else. And then England stepped in and said, no, no, you're not going to do that. So it wasn't even our fault. Interesting. But they paint the picture because, as kind of a long-term gain, we would end up fighting them. When did we see trouble with terrorism? What well, Think back, our earliest terrorism in America, the hijackings. Yeah. Think right. about hijackings in the, in the 50s. and well, the, Remember the 50s and 60s ones? I'm not that, that old. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't around <laughs> that then. That culminated as, as in... As my senior, you may know I more understand. about that. that really, <laughs> but that's when they became really hot, and the big concern, because they became more common, was right. in the 70s, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Then what happened? So we passed these different rules and regulations at airports, and we started screening things better, and right. we started looking at it different ways. Then what happened in the 80s? And then I remember the, uh, what was the uh, the cruise ship that they attacked? The Key Largo? Kili Laro. Key Laro, yeah, that's it. Um, and, I mean, they just kept evolving. Mm-hmm. We're fighting them. We end up in wars in Iraq. and Well, as Lord Palmerston once said, nations have no permanent <laughs> friends or allies. They only have permanent interests. I had no idea that was Lord Palmerston, but... Right. I mean, no, I mean that, he's you can make that argument. Of course, that's the reason we see so many changes right now in America, too. Mm-hmm. It's just our interests have changed by virtue of who's running it.
Right. Who's in the White House? Who's in Congress? It's, it's certainly all- not for me and you. That's been the problem. You mean the government doesn't care about us? No, they totally care about us. They you, do Brad. about me, not so much you guys. <laughs> and they only care about me because of the massive funding I do based on my speeding tickets. But that's, oh. uh, that's more of a local level type thing. You know, so you're saying care. it's money. That's it. Yes, it's shockingly all about the money. Wow. Yeah. But so Trump Very says sad. if the FBI and CIA can get on the same page, mm-hmm. he's willing to accept their findings. I don't know why this is news. Did anybody right. really think that he was going to say, I would absolutely no. not accept their findings? I think they did. I think a lot of them did think that. Well, it goes back to the, uh, would he consider it a fair election if he lost? Didn't he say that he would not uh, accept the results if he... That he would question it. He or would, he, didn't, he didn't confirm or deny that he would accept the results. So that, there was a big hu- He spoke with nebulosity, about- which is a brand new word. There you go. I don't, but I don't think, could he have actually said, okay, if they release the reports, an FBI and CIA together, nah, I don't buy it. I mean, that's just not realistic. They may have, they would have had it's to have some of this It's not realistic, but there oh. is always, I mean, there, there's a lot that, that is not accepted when you've got just point blank facts put in front of you that, you know, there are plenty of people that say, nah. But more importantly, who looks better without their shirt on, Putin or Trump? I mean, (laughs) he's right behind you, Carrie. Oh, gosh, no, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) All right, we're going to get a quick break in. It's Doc and Carrie and Brad in for Pat Stu and Jeffy today. Thanks so much for joining us. That was amazing. Christmas, and thank you so much for joining us today. You know, when I think Christmas, I think of chestnuts roasting on an open fire, wintry conditions, abortion, a beautiful Christmas tree, eggnog, all the classics. The birth of Christ and abortion. Yeah, go hand in hand, just uh, right there, like one in very sweet sentiment. (laughs) We're uh, we're joking, of course, because Whoopi Goldberg, a member of The View, uh, compared the right to have an abortion to the right to celebrate Christmas. And I'm, I'm trying to give her as much no. credit no. or no. benefit no. of the doubt as I can. No, doesn't deserve any credit or benefit I'm of the doubt. I'm trying with the stretch. Just no. It just seems pretty bizarre. <laughs> okay, do you have what she actually said? Uh, what, is, what is it Whoopi said? What I, I wish I could do a good impersonation of her, but I, I can't, so I'm no. not going to even try. Um, what I do with my body is my right. It's, it is not your right to tell me. The same thing is it's... If you believe in Christmas, it's not my right. You know, I grew up and and, you know, kids who didn't go to Catholic school had Christmas and they we never knew what their religions were. But we hung because it was Christmas holiday. Yeah, that means abortions. <laughs> are, Is that even right. coherent? Uh-huh. No, it's not. That's the reason I'm trying to figure this thing out. Um, OK, what if if she if she meant. Your right to have an abortion is like your right to celebrate Christmas. Don't tell me don't celebrate Christmas. Don't tell me not to have an abortion. Does that? No. 
even still? No. <clears throat> no. Like, I mean, could you put it under the blanket right in her world? I'm not saying I agree, but your right to go out and have a, a drink of alcohol, your right to drive a car, your right to put up a Christmas tree, your right to have an abortion, your right to eat a sandwich, whatever it is. These are all just rights. Is that what she is going okay, for? So I'm just I trying could to understand. See, I could see the libertarian party being able to kind of put that forth. Right. I, you know, I, I could see where the Libertarian Party would... I, I still don't think that linking the two are the same, but whatevs. Putting that aside. Right, but she right. is not a Libertarian. Um, no, I will so say this about... She Whoopi. would argue she is, that certain rights you don't have. You don't have a right to all of the money you make. You don't have true. a right to not pay taxes. You don't have a right to not put into the social structures that we have. So she wouldn't be able to argue that on a rights basis because... You're right. Uh, see? Because, no, you're right, because she does not think that of all rights. Well, even if you are going to compare, and this is one of the classic breakdowns, um, I'm, a, I'm pretty libertarian about things right. as far as my beliefs. Do what you want to do. I'll do what I want to do. It's not a freedom from religion. It's a freedom of religion. You worship, I'll worship. We all go about our business, leave each other alone. The difference, and this is what so many people miss about abortion... I feel very libertarian about you smoking pot, you being gay. I don't care. The difference, if you're a Christian and you believe that is a life, it's not just for the mother to decide if that child should live. That child has rights. And there's the difference. Okay, so the mother, you have all the right in the world to have an abortion. I absolutely fine. Do what you want to your body. But if you're aborting another life... That life gets to choose as well or should. They have just as much right as you. And there's the breakdown. Right. It, or, you know, you could celebrate Christmas. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> I see. I question whether or not it was even Whoopi Goldberg because I don't that this that didn't even look like Whoopi anymore. <clears throat> yeah, I think that is. You know, I will say this about Whoopi, too. Uh, she has been wildly wrong about many things. But in the world of The View, she's one of the more reasonable ones. Frightening. That is very frightening. I mean, she is, she once in a while will actually get one right, but that's only pointing to how flawed Joy Behar wow. is. I mean, because she gets a rock yeah. damn near She'll, all the time. With I, I don't ever, I don't think I've ever heard Joy say something that <clears throat> is even remotely. But I let's understand though, so many years I now. don't think they started, and I haven't seen this segment, but I can't imagine at this time of the year they were talking about abortion and Whoopi then used Christmas to say something about abortion. More than likely, they were talking about Christmas, Christmas. and she used the argument about abortion right. to back up her argument about Christmas. I haven't seen it either, but I would, I would. Doesn't that make more sense? Absolutely. I would bet money that you're correct. And so, I can bet because it's my right. <laughs> <laughs> well, in certain states. I'm not sure about Texas. In Nevada, it's yeah. your right. Yeah. Uh, this is frustrating to me, too, because your mind would already automatically go there. This is the problem with pro-abortion people like Whoopi Goldberg. They don't believe it's just a woman's right to choose. They mm -hmm. believe it should be celebrated. That mm -hmm. even if you're somebody that says, okay, in certain circumstances, albeit rare, you know, I wouldn't want to carry that child if I was raped, mm -hmm. if I was a victim. I'll, I mean, they, they, that's the argument they always use, which those are right. cases are very rare. But even in that case, do you think it ought to be something that's like, Great! It's abortion day. Da 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 da. Part of their argument, I think, baby. is that if, if it's not, if it can't survive outside the womb, is it a lie? Ah, ah 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 ah! But that is a a really flawed argument because if you think about this, if you are in um, a highly medical state like New York City mm -hmm. or something, right, and you're there and a baby is born 
at 21, 22 weeks, it actually has a pretty good chance of survival, of viability. Now, if you are, yes, if you get on an airplane and go to Turkey Mm -hmm. and have this same baby, it does not have a good chance of survival rate if you go into um, labor. So that is even a false argument because viability could be location-based. Well, and then you could also right. say, Brad, to your point, then we should stop saving people who get in car accidents because right. they're dying on the street and they can't yep. live on their own. So stop trying to save them, right? right. I mean, because That's they can't point. live on their own. That's a good point. Right. I mean, it's... It's not being consistent with the stuff, and that's what frustrates me about it. People like Whoopi Goldberg, they want the abortions legal so they can have abortions to clean up messes that they created, and then they don't want to be shamed. Listen, if you had an abortion and you feel bad about it, I feel horrible for you. It can't be fun to live with that. I'm not saying you should be shamed, but can we stop applauding it and celebrating it? Rather than face their own internal personal shame and guilt about this, they want to justify it, which is standard. That is philosophically where we are today there is no shame there is no right or wrong it's very uh subjective and um people aren't shamed by much anymore no, <laughs> no. and that, and that, that fact, is shameful it's almost celebrated just look at youtube well no you're right you're absolutely right and the more outrageous the the better you'll do it's, right all over the place. Oh, it's just maddening again. Welcome to America. Maddening. And the world. <laughs> Quick break. Follow us on Twitter at Doc Thompson Show, at The Blaze Brad, at The Blaze Carry. Yes. Back in a minute. Brad and Carrie pinch hitting for Pat Stu and Jeffy today. Thanks so much for joining us. We did get uh, confirmation that sadly, yes, the Russian ambassador to Turkey has been shot and now killed. Um, that died, is um, a strange yeah, video. This, this guy bizarre. empties a magazine. Uh, it was his security detail. And it's just, it's. Uh, okay, so the way we understand true. it, he's speechifying, he's at a podium. And uh, a, a local police officer that was hired to be part of his security detail just shoots him in the back, and he goes down. Now, Brad, you said he just empties the clip? Oh, he, he, you can there hear him is. shooting ten, probably ten times in this. This well. is this is the, obviously the gunman standing behind him. After he unloads him, At least he just ten. kind of wanders back and forth. Are they pacing. at an art museum? Yeah, something like that. But he's he's just yelling these rants about Islam and yeah. extremism and fighting against the... You know, the oppressors and all of this crazy stuff. Um, talks about Aleppo and, and mm-hmm. um, if, 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 if we're going to die in Aleppo, he's going to die here. And it's very, it's very odd. Yeah, I mean, especially being, not stable. Or well, especially being the local cop, too. You know what I mean? Right. This is somebody and you wouldn't necessarily suspect. I mean, look at him. He looks like a local cop there, right? right? And then they, uh, later on, the, the uh, police, I guess, shot him. So, I mean, he looks a little, look done. closely at him. It looks like Fred Savage starring in a new movie. It really? It's like Fred Savage gets a shot to be a, uh, have you seen him as an adult? That's what he looks like. Yeah. 
Fred mm-hmm. Savage becomes the action hero. That could be him. Hey. Fred Savage is not an action hero. He, he could be. Look at him. That, that's your preview. The Wonder Years was a great documentary on that's his early right. The Wonder Years was an amazing show. I right? love that. Actually, Fred Savage and Rob Lowe um, just did a, a show, The Grinder. That was hilarious. It's on Netflix. Did it go straight to Netflix? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, going straight to Netflix is not a bad thing anymore. No, 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 no it's, it's not. not. I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, in fact, they got no, wait, better movies on and no, television it depends. shows. And some was it the... produced by Netflix right. and no. went straight to Netflix, or did some right. dude produce it and it went? There's, right. there's a big yeah. difference there. Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of Hollywood, uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor passed away yesterday yeah. at the age of 99. 99. She hadn't been doing well. I, I thought she was already dead. That's because mm-hmm. she was. Uh, pretty much on life support for like five years. Hey, hadn't she had a leg amputated or something like oh that? She had lost limbs and, and it was, uh, uh, everyone got her and her sister confused. Yes. It was Ava, Ava was in who Green was on Green Acres, Acres and yes. was brilliant mm-hmm. on that show. And She and, was married like eight times. Yeah. She was known or for being times. married yeah. a lot. Well, <laughs> that's just it. She, um, she the, made her, her money the old-fashioned way. She married. Married well. Her, her last <laughs> husband, um, there were rumors that he was keeping her away from her family and uh, keeping her tucked away and had control of all this stuff. It was very sketchy and odd. Hmm. Her, you're right. She did marry. Jaja was more famous for being famous. She was yeah. one of the first people yeah. famous for she being famous. She was like the original Kardashian, right? Absolutely. No, you, back in the day, that's what so yeah. she was. So she had Ava Gabor, who was actually an actress, and like you said, mm-hmm. brilliant on Green Acres. Mm-hmm. She was amazing. Um, I think she died in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. But Jaja, famous for being famous, she married money. She married um, uh, an oil man. Right. And the guy had uber cash. But the guy suspects that their child, their daughter together, is in his. Now, this is pre-DNA testing. Oh, wow. So he claims, not my child, and pretty much disowns the daughter, leaves her of his millions of dollars, a hundred grand. She dies destitute like five whatever years before her mom, Jaja. And the rumors were that she had not seen her mom in quite some time because this newer husband had kept the two apart. Fascinating. Frederick mm-hmm. Prinz von Anhalt. Was, that's uh, the most. That's the current husband, right? Right. Prinz von Anhalt. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Before that, it was uh, Felipe de Alba, mm-hmm. Michael O'Hara, <laughs> Jack Ryan, Joshua Cosden. Uh, I want to hear you uh, pronounce Sanders. more foreign names. That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Conrad good entertainment. Hilton. Conrad <laughs> Hilton. That's who it was. It wasn't oil. It was Conrad Hilton. Conrad that's Hilton oh, okay. from Hilton Empire. That's right. Okay. Which is, you know, there's Perez Hilton. Yeah, her Paris Hilton, not Perez Hilton, not the not the gossip right. column. Paris, Paris Hilton is her great great niece. See, there's oh. always a connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Conrad Hilton says, "I'm not related." I think her daughter's name was Francesca, maybe, and said, "Not related. She's not mine. Whatever." Disowned them. Didn't wow. leave his whole big stink her, or whatever. Her now, first husband was Burhan Asaf Beige. Oh, of course. Yeah, Jaja Beige. Jaja I mean, Beige. It just didn't work. Yeah. I guess you could. Right. So, uh, was it Jack Ryan was her second or third husband? I love those Jack wasn't, Ryan movies. I was going to say, wasn't that a movie, those are Jack great. Ryan? Yes. That was like the first book. one, Escape from Jaja. That was, it was something. <laughs> Escape from Jaja. That's what it was. Starring Jack Ryan. Uh, <laughs> clear and present danger. <laughs> right. The oh, Gabors. Yep, uh-huh. yep, um, that makes sense. Her uh, attorney, when she divorced Jack Ryan, she married like two marriages later. She met him. He was her attorney with Jack Ryan. She marries some other dude, is married a while, divorces him, then marries the attorney. I think that's what it was, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, quite, uh, quite she a. She's only married to Felipe de Alba for a year. 
Was that him? Uh, oh, that might have been the attorney. I don't know, but he has a, a nice headshot. <laughs> okay. Good-looking guy. Uh, he just—he looks like a movie star. He's just kind of sitting there. It's a black and white. Just see, that's what's so funny. Yeah. When we talk about the Kardashians, the people being obsessed with this stuff. They always have yes. been. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about back in the fifties with the uh, what was the movie um, uh, L.A. Confidential, right. where it mm. talked about all of those sleazy. They weren't even tabloids. They were like magazines to the stars. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we had back then. It was just in print, and it took a lot longer, and, you know, like it wasn't as... TMZ. Well, everyone right. knows that being in show business is very glamorous, right? <laughs> as it is Brad, here. every time I look right? at you, I think glamour. Right. Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Now. Oh, yes. my goodness. Quite, quite glamorous. Just amazing. Done. Right? Done. You're Thank a superstar. You. So it's always been out there. It's just, it's more front... Top of mind yes. awareness because it's everywhere now. It's like everything. It's just going faster and faster and 15 more. Fifteen minutes us. of fame. Everybody wants it. Right. That's just it. Well, it, that that I would say is a bit of the um, that is kind of new, where mm-hmm. people are willing to sell out for fame. They believe people fame. would rather have fame than money. Yeah, they're they're insane. They're out of their gourd. Well, yeah. I mean, we've had limited bits of fame. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. Recognition. That's what everybody... You think that's more validation? Is that well, why they I want the fame? Well, I think that's what yeah. multi-level marketing plays on, is that number two, people would rather mm-hmm. have money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the second highest reward that they desire is recognition, which is why you get all of those awards in Oh, I'm a platinum marketing. now? I'm a double emerald? Exactly. I'm a triple right. level that's, that's exactly whatever? It. So the recognition, <laughs> the, you know, did you see me on television? Did you see me talk? That's validation. I remember meeting meeting a guy years ago. He had this facility, and we were going to go and shoot this, and it's too long to get into because that's like four hours of material <laughs> right there. We wanted to shoot in his facility. He had this museum of sorts. Mm-hmm. And we go in, and uh, we're like, hey, thanks for letting us shoot in here. And he's like, no problem. Now, the museum was about presidents and whatever. It was really kind of cheesy. Whatever, Are you talking about still, Glenn? No, this is a different <laughs> cheesy museum. Much different cheesy oh, okay. museum. That's right. I see that cheesy museum all the time. <laughs> Uh, no, so we meet the guy, and he uh, starts like just telling us all about himself. Oh. And we're like, oh, okay, great. And all this stuff he's done. But here's the thing. He hasn't done anything. So, like, everything that he's proud of, and so he goes, like, look at this. See this? And he pulls out this book, and it's the, like, who's who of people in America. I don't know what the official name is, but and this is, like, yes, 10, 15 years ago. who was something that okay. was humongous. Yes. Maybe I mean, that, that was, was the actual huge. name. Yeah. So it's this big, thick encyclopedia of people that... It's not like, hey, Donald Trump has an entry because he's Donald Trump. Right. It's Doc Thompson does because he paid them 50 bucks. Yes. And if you want a big entry, you pay him $100. And if you want a bigger that one, you pay him $2,000. awesome. Right. Just so, so you could see your name in print. That's it. But he was in Who's Who. What are you talking about? Right. So this was like everything he based it on was it became like a shrine to himself. And he hadn't actually done anything. So it, it, it like one thing would bounce on the other. Like he'd be like, and here's the press release I sent out to my local fan club or whatever. Well, what, why are you doing a fan club? Right. Because I'm in Who's Who. You see, I mean, it was like all built on. <laughs> so that's what you're really talking about. I had to this. pay 200 bucks for my entry. Um, so I'm really important. I sit in the box <laughs> tops. Laugh. So I only had to pay 50. Oh. So, you oh. know, the box tops. Were I the... couldn't eat that much cereal. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, this is. So that's back to that reward thing, right? I mean, people yep. want this yes. recognition because they had that little empty spot in their. Inside of it makes them feel bad about themselves. They're just trying to get through their lives and saying, well, I'm somebody too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, psychology is just 
it's so fascinating basic. what makes people tick and, and why all, they do the it's things it's only they the do. same five things that's the the saddest part about it it's like the same five or six things different variations on a theme yeah just amazing we had a we had a guy here tell us um this is really an interesting story there's a i hate to use the term but it's kind of like a self-help guy that he yep. would go to seminars and yep. whatever and the guy was really fascinating and he he paid for this private seminar they had and like a dozen people get together with him and he says Okay, here's your sheet. I want everybody to fill out this sheet. And you fill it out, and there's one question on the first page, and it just says, what are you afraid of? And so people are like, huh, what are you afraid of? They start writing all this stuff down feverishly. They turn the page, and it goes, now, what are you really afraid of? (laughs) And they're like, well, I told you on the first page, but I guess really afraid of. And you flip the page, and it goes, no, really, (laughs) what are you afraid of? And the point is, all the stuff you're putting that you're afraid of, you're not afraid of. Everybody's afraid of the same thing. And so one lady's like, well, I blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, let me guess. And he starts just asking people based on what they say. And it all goes to the same thing. We're all ultimately afraid of being discovered a fraud. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and by that, yeah. meaning all of the stuff we do is fake. It's all, I mean, some of it's legit, but we also put up all of this stuff and we dress and we say things because ultimately we are most afraid of not being loved. We all uh-huh. want the same thing. Back when you're a child or a puppy, right? You back when want, you were a puppy, or back well, like puppies. Back when you were a child, <laughs> back or when you were a puppy. No, back when you were a child, or like a puppy. And it's more um, universal. You want warmth and love and attention. I asked the the head of a very well known network one time, sitting alone in his office with him, and I said, "Are you ever afraid that people will figure out you have no idea what you're doing?" And he said, "Every day." Yeah, it's universal. Right, because even if you know more than I do about running a right. television network or whatever, if on you're some honest level, with yourself, you're still rolling the dice all the time. You're sure. taking an educated guess. You're going, I don't know. I guess we do this. This is what we've done. We'll try it this way. That's not working. Sometimes right. it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But ultimately, oh, one guy, he got to that point by saying, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? And the guy's like, I'm afraid my wife won't love me once I fail. Oh. And also it goes back to not being loved. I mean, right. But that's we don't think about it that way. You know, we're in there fighting for all this stuff. And these people have protests in the Electoral College and whatever. And that's ultimately goes back to why Trump won. Why did Trump win? I mean, a lot of little things. But the big thing is your life sucks. And it has sucked for a long time. Most people people just want to think they've made a difference. I think that's the world. And and how sad is it you die and, and you are insignificant no one remembers your name what is your legacy i think people but, but okay, want to leave something people, behind people think that there's this one great purpose that we all have that we need to strive to fulfill and what's my purpose in life and the thing is is that we have purpose in the everyday so right. i'm you know and it shifts i'm a daughter so um when i was a kid a purpose was to be a daughter. I'm a mom now. So part of my vocation, part of my calling in this life is to be a mom. And that's going to shift when I have grandkids. I'm going to be a grandparent. And, you know, right now, right here, I don't know what you would call what I'm doing. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking. doing. I've been sitting here wondering so, that for like the last hour. Well, well, we're no <laughs> we're filling the space between commercials. That's but, you know, I mean, doing. we have we have different purposes. We are called in and and I do come from a perspective of Christianity. I mean, I'm a pastor, so that's what I do. But it, it it's really important to, to understand. Little, to I see your hand up. I Hold got a on. question, uh, Doc Thompson, Blaze Radio <laughs> yes, Network. Yes, I got a question uh-huh, for you. Uh-huh. 
Um, I noticed when you went from daughter and then the mom, nowhere in there was wife. It's I'm just saying that wasn't. Have you uh, met Keith? That's Come a good on. point. We'll meet Keith. I, am, I, I, I am in the vocation, the calling of being a wife. And I love that, that was calling. Down the list a little <laughs> bit there. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean. It's because I had to get to the other ones. So, because okay, if okay. I just talked about being a wife, I'd forget everything else. I I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. All husbands got this. Every husband out there was like typical, standard or whatever. The yeah. wives didn't catch a damn thing. <laughs> Even after I said that, the wives are going, what's Doc talking about? I don't, what? What do you mean by that? I don't get it. What do you, uh... yeah, the husbands is way down the list there. You know. So Keith I is not even, tour, right, yes, Gary? he'll be here on Thursday. So Brad's out on Thursday and Keith is in. Keith is yes. in on Thursday. Okay. Keith, if you're not uh, familiar with it, is a name and occasionally a voice you hear on Glenn's yep. program, Glenn's uh, Beck's radio um, program. So anything that you hear on the radio program comes from Keith. I mean, like mean? He's the producer. He's, he's got his hand up Glenn's back. Well, <laughs> no, no, not quite. But he, Although sometimes uh, he, he does yell enough you can hear him in the background. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, he schedules all of the uh, the tech stuff and then uh, yeah. some of the audio stuff for Glenn as, they well, have, as well. Glenn has amazing producers, and, and Keith is one of them. And so, um, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm just trying to hook you up, Keith. I'm pointing it out. I know it didn't do any good in the world of it. I just keep hoping that someone would do this for, for me when my wife talks at work. They're like, hey. <laughs> I should mention Doc. What's that about or whatever? I talk about Keith. I talk about um, him taking Relief okay. Factor and mm-hmm. yes, he wanting does. him to he buy takes me Relief things. Factor. And his right. shoulder felt much better after surgery. I talk about my husband needing to buy me things all the time. See? I do. I mean, I mention him all the time when I say I need this, 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 and this. So yeah. And and by the way, not just when he needs to buy me things, when he needs to do things for me too. There's yes. also that, right? Yep. I mean, right. Yep. So. Well, he knows how to fix things around the house. Well, nope. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. Actually, That's no, one Keith of the okay. no. He's not a. But he fully admits that. Like with fixing things. All right, let me get a break in. We'll come back with more. (laughs) Give you a chance to regroup. It's uh, at Doc Thompson Show on Twitter, at The Blaze Carry. Feel free to help her out. Love you, honey. Or at The Blaze Brad as well. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. All right, lots of uh, movies opening up the last couple weeks. We got some opening up this weekend as well. A lot of people as you head into the holidays are trying to find some extra things to do with family, so you don't have to sit and talk to them. Um, and movies are always a really important one. Brad had that experience this last weekend and saw Rogue One last night. What was last night? Saw actually, it last oh, night. Wow. How was and it? It was a. I loved it. I thought it was great. Okay, this was this is the latest Star Wars movie, but it is the first Star Wars official major movie production that doesn't fall in line with the original one as far as one of the original nine books. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because you had the original one was in the '78 was uh, book number four, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they did five and six. Five and six. They went back and, and did one, one two, three. Two, three. Then otherwise they just, known as the sucky trilogy. They're horrible. Oh, just yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then number seven came out about a year ago. 
Is that yeah. right? About a year ago, right? yes. Yeah. Yep. And I thought that was amazing. I thought it was I really thought it was well a good done. good one, too. Right. So, so they, they still have eight and nine, but they decided to go back, probably now, because go ahead. If going back to this would be considered 3A. Mm-hmm. I think it's a better story than what you would get because you get this this comfort level with the characters. So this is this is between two and three. This is between three and four. Excuse oh, me, three and four. Right. This is uh, that's right, three and four. And this, this is sets up four. The plan of how like to stealing the plans of right. The Death this is Star, the, the right? four was called the New Hope. Right. And right. this is them retrieving the hope. Well, yeah, and the they plan. had the plans in number four on how to blow up the Death Star. Right. Yes, this is how they the got, this is how they got the plans. The plans. Right. Which, by the way, we're not giving any spoilers no. here because this is standard I haven't seen it yet. Common. I get to see it on Thursday. I'm yeah, really this is excited. Not. Um, so what, what did you think, though, as far as quality? I thought that they did a, a great job keeping the look and the feel of the original first three, which are the second four, three. Five, six. We'll right. just call them the good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> The, they they did a great job keeping that look and feel of those. Uh, it's it looked rough. It looked um, and the the thing I, I got that I took away was everyone has an accent. And why is that? Why is everyone in space in Star Wars? They've all got an English accent because they're not from Earth. Oh, everybody knows aliens all speak with an English accent. Okay. Where have I you like been? That. I I like that. And the wow, director, you know nothing about space. The director of um, I can't remember his that's, title. That's but the reason you don't work for NASA, by the way. Is that uh, it? Because you yeah, don't, I don't have that scientific things. mind to know wow. such things. I knew there was a reason. I thought it was. Uh, How did too Rogue short. One compare? Did you see Seven? Yes. Which did you like better, Seven or Rogue One? Rogue One. Okay. Oh, wow. I had somebody else tell me that today, and, and I, I liked just, Seven. I, I, I didn't too. like, uh, but I didn't like that they killed off Han Solo. In seven. Well, <coughs> sheesh, now for people who haven't it's seen it. It's been out a oh, year at this grief. point. If That's on you. Yeah, That's not on it, us. They're never going to see it. By the way, they blew up the new. Death Star. It's yeah. been 40 years. That one's on you, too. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I, just, I thought that this was a, a better... Uh, now, there is an interesting thing that uh, all, the, all the main characters in Rogue One um, uh, have something in common by the end of it that I won't tell you what it is. Yeah, that's already too much. Don't right. hurry that. Yeah. That's good. But, I, I don't um, even want to know that there are characters. So, yeah, right. <laughs> my criticism was that this... Not that this is a problem making a movie like this, but the, the female lead seemed like the same kind of setup as in number seven. You know, you got again a female lead. They're kind of the the hero, and they're an action star, and all of this oh, stuff. My kids have right. theories about her. I'm I'm really excited okay. to see if their theories okay. play out. So, but I, my What's only theory, just they, out of curiosity, what's one of their theories? Well, they believe that the female lead is, um, and this is based on the trailer and yeah. based on them. Right. Yeah, they haven't seen it. Yet. No ridiculous yeah. Star Wars fanatics. Um, they. Th- I have to fight with them to get their schoolwork done, but they like <laughs> memorize everything right. with. Star Wars. So anyway, um, so Whatever they believe that the female lead is actually Ray's mom. Oh, okay. And well, wait a minute. Whose mom? Ray. Ray the, in Seven. The hero oh, of yeah. Seven. Yeah. Okay, that would actually, right? Because they don't say who her mom is, right? Because there's something that hmm. she says or that they say um, in the trailer to her or she says it that they, all my kids are like, oh, that's Ray's mom. <clears throat> Okay, she's gonna, she's that right. actually makes that makes me feel okay. a little bit better about them releasing him so close or whatever. But the other reason that they they produced this one before they did seven or eight and nine mm-hmm. and closed it out was um, they paid billions of dollars right. for this, and they're going and they to make need their to get back. their money. Now they've already they done are going to get they've it. They've done a tremendous amount both in seven and the merchandising that they've relaunched. Oh, yeah. I think they've already come close to making up their money, if I remember right, or they have, they're on tar- track to. But what they want to do is keep this franchise going beyond eight and nine 
for decades and decades to come. This right. is a huge moneymaker for them. This is gargantuan in the future, and they're going to get their money out of it. Oh, yeah. Over the years, a lot of people don't know this, um, so you had the original nine books that mm-hmm. Lucas bought the rights to and then started producing these back in the 70s. But the fans over the years have written countless books oh, on yeah. Star Wars, right. and they've done the same thing for Star Trek and some other things as well. And you were able to produce these as long as you didn't break certain rules. Sure. Like you couldn't kill off main characters or anything that would screw up that plot line. So it's really smart for Disney, Disney's the one who bought them, yes. right? Disney, yes. to go through and say, Four billion got a, dollars. Four billion is what they Which bought them for? A, a, a deal. In 2012. They made, yeah. they made an incredible deal with that. This Christmas alone, in merchandising, yeah. they made it. But when you have all those great books out there, you know there's probably thousands of them written. Rogue One yeah. probably was, was just one of them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That go out there and find a dozen of these and c- create these other little storylines. And That's how much awesome. time? Which, well, I think it'll be interesting to see if they can sandwich in a movie between four and five. In other words, was there enough time lapse between four, five, and five and six that you could shoehorn a story? You know, you, in know, you could there? easily I'm do. Sure. You could do easily the young Han Solo. Oh yeah. yeah. You recast it oh, with somebody, yeah. and you do the adventures of Han Solo and Just, Chewie. Oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. Done. That would be done. It's such a, it, a fun it's movie. It's written right. If J.J. Abrams sure. or somebody yes. does it, it's in. Absolutely. It's done. Or, yeah, or you could do 3B. You could do another right. one instead of this, because we have these other characters, or, like you said. Yeah. That, that you do a loose tie into how he ended up uh, owing money to Jabba, right? I mean, that's right. the end of it. That yeah. That's the end of it. So, so you show him fun. smuggling things and oh, people around the galaxy. Hollywood. Done. Quit talking well, here, about the, politics and make this movie The happen. really <laughs> fascinating thing, though, is what they did with CG in this movie. Because Peter <laughs> Cushing, who played, again, and I can't remember the character's name. Um, Turkin? Yeah, I think so. Moff Tarkin, Moff Tarkin, yes. Moff Tarkin yeah. He Tarkin. died in 1994, and yet he's in this movie. Oh, oh yeah, that's and CG. I and, and and Beth called it first, but I I was so into it, I was like, is he? I don't know, is he real? Mm-hmm. But it'll blow you away. And even Princess Leia, uh, they have some, yeah, is in this, and which wow. which means that in a few years Hollywood's going to be able to make a movie. Without an actor, without a living, breathing actor, and they've already worked on the vocal oh uh, parts of it, so they can always do the uh, already do the exactly uh, the, the, the vocal voice. pieces as well, the voice pieces. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah, that's fascinating. Another reason when you see these self-driven cars and all the ads, everyone's going to be out of work with this stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. It's oh very my scary. gosh, we're we're phasing out the humans. <laughs> Pretty soon we're going <laughs> yeah. to be yeah we're going to be those glowing orbs. Our essence is just going to be in that glowing ball, <laughs> like an episode of Star Trek. Uh huh. Right. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, so apparently the original Star Wars logo. Um, I love this. Was meant to be as fascist as possible. Lucas says to the graphic designers, I want something that looks very fascist so it'll be intimidating. Mm-hmm. Now, it may just be, as I look at the Star Wars logo, that I have a history, a knowledge. When I see the Star Wars logo, it means something already. It means right. the Star Wars it franchise. Means Star Wars. <laughs> right, right, it does. I, I'm not thinking of it. But maybe when it came out, when people didn't know what Star Wars was, maybe people said, hey, wow, that's very fascist-looking or very intimidating. Well, Do you get that stark stomach? and and no. sharp. It looks like Star Wars. But it looks hearing, 70s to me. I don't know about 70s, you. Yeah. But yeah. hearing the, hearing the backstory that the, the creator of the logo, Susie Rice, she was reading a book on German type design. And she was reading about <laughs> which... Right. Apparently Helvetica. Designers. Helvetica be, has a movie... Fascist. 
And um, okay, you said type designs because I design. get this feeling that any German type design would be we have one well, yeah. type design. You will yeah. use that's, one. That's exactly what it was. It the book was all about how the Nazi war criminal uh, Joseph uh, and Gerbils. I always Goebbels. Thank you. Uh, decreed all public signs would have a uniform font. Okay, so, so it yeah. was it was based <clears throat> was on this the that Nazi. Font? Was um, it the Nazi font from the from the I World War II? No, I don't believe this is the Nazi font. But I think that she was. I mean, you know, do you ever watch Project One Way? And they, you know, <laughs> do I watch all the time? I mean, and they talk know. about being fashion forward sure, and fashion taking forward. taking something <laughs> from the past and then yeah. you know right bringing here, it into the, the current. I mean, you know. You are no, just fashion so fashionable. I mean, this forward. is like this is like so. seven years from now. Everybody's <laughs> gonna look exactly like this. Like Mr. Rogers. Right. Um so I think that this might be kind of a throwback to the Nazi design. But then taking some but, liberties, artistic yes, license yes, type of thing, yeah. whatever. I just find it interesting that's or whatever. My but estimation. I don't again, I don't see that in it, but that's because I have a different perspective. And I remember when the movie came out, but I was pretty young, so I wouldn't be thinking, huh. It reminds me of World War II and the fascist fonts yeah. there. Right, right. Yeah, I was a little too young for whatever. Right. When the when the original movie come out came out, were you enthralled by it? Were you fascinated? Did you Actually, love it? Actually, I was a Star Trek fan. <laughs> okay. So back then, it was Star Wars was the other space movie. Yes. Okay. Um, and it took me a while to get into it. I would I had the uh, uh, Star Trek lunchbox. Okay. <laughs> which today is worth big bucks, and right. I'm talking. Fifty or sixty dollars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, Star Wars was the other movie. But it was, uh, in retrospect, it's brilliant. You did. It really was. Did you? You didn't see it like sixty times in no. the theater or anything like nope. that. Uh, I actually felt kind of between the generation of the movie. If mm-hmm. I had been any older, even a year or two, or any younger, I think I would have liked it more. Mm-hmm. But it was just a. I was a little too young for it when it came out, and then I fell between it and Empire Strikes Back. So I was like, I liked them, but I didn't. I didn't go crazy like some. Well, and it, it it also has the distinction of Star Trek. They were going to bring Star Trek back as a series, mm-hmm. and then Star Wars blew that out of the water. And then they realized, okay, we have to do something here. So they took the what they were going to turn Star Trek the series into into a movie. I don't know how anybody convinced. Speaking of which, how they convinced anybody to make uh, Star War a uh, Star Trek two. The Wrath of Khan. I don't know oh, how they could, because yeah, right. the first one was so bad. Yeah, and it, I did not see the. Star oh, it was Trek horrible. Movie. It was dark, it and was they finally got it right. Then it was too yeah. terrible. It was very scientific. It's it, which yeah. was not the original series. No, but then they got lucky, and that started the well, whole. It's the curse of the yeah. odd uh, Star Trek movies: one, three, five, and not, seven. Not good. Not two, good four, at all. six. Great. So I, watch the even. Watch the evens. even. Two, four. Those are the ones to yeah. go. Right. Two, four, and even six. Even six a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Quick break. Back with more on Patents too. <laughs> Point, but I know, or, or series, what? I just don't. I know. I First live. of all, I don't, I don't watch a lot of them anyway. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. it. And I'm The Blaze? Realized. Netflix, Hulu, and The Blaze. Those are my streaming Yeah, channels. I just, but I'm going to have to. I'm like being left out in the cold. Network yeah. television is done or whatever. Do you guys both have, net? you have Netflix? I have Netflix and Hulu. You have an account. I mean, you officially. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Brad, you have the account oh, as yeah. well? I binge. What? I do too. I binge a lot. Now, do you well, watch, do you watch on your computer or do you put it onto the TV? Both. Phone or tablet? 
Do you have the ability or to put the, on your TV? The TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't have cable, so we, we put on, okay. we have the Roku. You don't have a table. We don't have cable. We okay. do have a table. They have a table, just one, <laughs> but they don't have cable. We have a whatever. table. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to do it. And uh, one of the things I, that may spur me is, uh, wow, what a, a great-sounding movie. It's called Barry. Yeah. And Neat. it's about uh, the future president, Barack Obama's uh, time in college. His and, racial uh, identity and yeah. his love life. Right, his love life. Because you know what? Over the last eight years, what I have not gotten enough of is President Obama's uh, right? racial identity and his love life. Is he Two high? things that I've, uh, yeah, he's with racial identity, of course. Huh. <laughs> I haven't gotten enough of life. that. I, I wish mean, they would talk more of it. How hot is thinking about his love life? <laughs> oh, yeah. Where's that picture of him and Putin <laughs> yeah. on the horse? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, wow, I can't believe that anybody would care. First of all, even if you like Obama, haven't you had enough? Even people that I've liked in office, by eight years, I'm just like, I've had enough. Because yeah, yes. somewhere in there, they're lying. Yes. Yes. I liked Reagan. And by the end, I was like, okay, man, come on. Contra, ran Contra. The illegals yep. made him, you know, amnesty, 86. I mean, I'm just tired of the stuff. And they're smart enough to leave. After eight years, they all just go Right, away. just go about your business. So. Obama has a movie about his college years, his racial identity, and his love life. It's called yeah. Barry. Netflix paid the producers of this $5 million, and it is paying off for Netflix. Oh, because, yeah. Oh, the Twitter wow. followers. Yeah. The Twitter followers alone, they have 20. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. 20. 20. That's 20. almost more than I have. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Love life. <laughs> there, is, there, there is in college, apparently. It was uh, only yeah. once, and it was so on they a have horse twenty followers. And did Netflix? I mean, is this that big of a fail, or they just really wanted this to be a success? I think people are just over it all. Well, just what, over what it. over Obama? Over just yes. Or politics? The yes, whole yes, just okay. done with but it. No, He's but no, my point is, gone. Netflix obviously thought this was going to be successful, or they wanted it to be for their agenda. So, but they haven't mentioned anything. Usually, Netflix on their Facebook page will just go over the top promoting something. They haven't mentioned the movie since December second. Has it been so? Out it's that a fail. Long? It's done. Yeah, it's toast. It, it gets three stars, five point six out of ten. Womp, womp. Okay. That's, yeah. It's, I mean, I'm shocked because I <laughs> would have thought that, I mean, I've watched it five or ten times now. I think the only failure here is it's not a regular series. I well, mean, yes. you've got an hour yeah. a week that I could watch as Love Life and Rachel uh -huh, so that would be the only fail Every there. Every day. <clears throat> well, you know what, Brad, there's still time. You can watch. what the soundtrack is like, though. It's got to be like 70s and 80s. Maybe I mean, it's Barry White. And I'm so sure it's, it's a like lot a of Barry double White. A double meaning, a double. See, that's a picture. Right? Oh, double is that meaning. it? See, yeah, that there is you go. a picture. Brad, you can still watch for Christmas, though. You know, you got some time around the holiday. Mm -hmm. You know, you. Get I, a that's to... true. I will plant popcorn, and, and you, you can know, binge watch it like twelve times in a row, over and over. That's and really over. good. Mm -hmm. You're gonna want to get really drunk beforehand because yeah. that saves you from getting drunk afterwards. Right. You know, it yeah. deals with it throughout it. So it's, yeah, yeah, very good. I'm sure there's some sort of <laughs> drinking might. game you can create mm -hmm. to go the, along when with you watch it. You drink. That's it. That's, that's, that's the, the game. game. You're just going to drink. Yes. All right. So uh, we've been Christmas shopping for my sons. And the, uh, the wife says, hey, I got an idea. Here's what we'll do. Because my son, who's, I have a son who lives in Cleveland. He's 14. Yep. We took care of him and sent stuff off. And our son that is just turned two, 
Um, very the, different shopping trips. Yes, very much different. Isn't the mall great this time of year? Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? The if the mall is Quick Amazon sidebar Prime, on that. Yes. I heard Stu talking on Glenn's program about his Black Friday shopping trip and how the mall was empty yesterday. Malls about half full from what you would expect normally wow. for Christmas. Yesterday should be one of the busiest days. Oh my Which goodness! Which mall? Galleria. It's because <clears throat> people with busy no, watching Netflix no, at home. No, watching th- no this is what we're missing. Your mall is going away. It's it's uh, going to radically change. In fact, mm-hmm. it's already here. Within a couple of years. I expect to see half of the malls in America dramatically change or shut down. When I saw that throughout, you're shopping online. Nobody's yes. going to the mall. And if they are going to the mall, it's not to shop. They're going for the experience of Christmas lights and the Galleria here in Texas yeah. and Crowds Dallas has, has the ice skating. Maneuver and, right. right. Yeah, so fun. they're going to say, I need to get that experience without having those stores there because the stores, I mean, if you've got a store and you're saying we're making, you know, 70% of what we sell online, why are you keeping those brick-and-mortar stores? Right. So I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's going to radically change. And this year proved it to me. The mo- several times that I've been to the mall in, this, in the last month, it, is, it has been a fraction busy of what it knows. And this year, wow. I bought, I think, everything online myself. Well, and you know what's mm-hmm. right down the street here? They built a, an Amazon fulfillment center. This thing is probably a There's mile all the right way around. There's one right near our house. And oh, it's, that's it's something that. else she was saying. That one delivers in yes. some cases within the hour. Oh, yeah. I've, I've ordered yeah. things, yep, and can... I've had it delivered the same day. Or you can go and pick things up at the fulfillment center. So what? maybe that, yeah. <clears throat> you can start picking things up? Yep. I yeah. didn't think that. So, yeah, it's that, that's yeah, what it's right. part of it's going to look like. But right. isn't that, I mean, I'm excited to go and pick something up at Amazon when they ship it to me. Isn't that a mall? <laughs> yeah, that is pretty <laughs> much it. Then, yeah. then, then the line's out the Amazon Fulfillment Center that's around it. the block. Right. Oh, my uh, gosh. So we're shopping, and I say to my wife, I go, listen, the only thing he likes is, is trains. Thomas, that's it. And he wants the engine. Yes. Thomas. So I got him a whole bunch of them in the summertime, and he, he just carries the little engine around yes, wherever just, he goes. Yeah. Like this. Yep. It's in his hand, one of them, yep. at least. And then he's got a little basket, and he puts all of them in it, and he won't go from room to room. We're like, come on, we're going to go eat dinner. He will not leave the room he's in, even if it's only five feet away to the next room, until he has all of them loaded up and taken in and sitting there. I mean, you've he's got to have his eye on him the whole time. to keep all of his trains in one basket. He's right? got to keep all of them in there. He wants to, though. I try to tell him about it. It's not good to, but he right. does. Puts them in there. He's got to have his eye on him. cuddle up with them at night? <clears throat> yes, absolutely. So this cute. is it, the whole thing. So I tell him, I go, Here's what we'll do. He also likes books. That's pretty much it. I said, we'll get him some books. That's good. I yeah. said, we'll get him a couple of trains or well, whatever. And there you go. That's it. She said, that sounds like a great idea. We laid the whole plan out there. Great. The next day, <laughs> she texts me from the store. She goes, you know, I found this. Uh, I don't even know what it was. It's something. And she's going into detail. And I'm going, well, I don't want that. What right. do you? It's a toy. What do you? It's just like for, for Cubby. What do you? And I'm like, what? But we, we, that's but not the plan. plan. And I no. even politely, I go, okay, see, that's, I thought we had a plan. I mean, if you want to get it, that's why yeah. she's like, oh, okay, and, yeah, and I guess you're shopping right. shopping got in the way. Right. I have had that same experience with her like 17 times in the last week. And I'm like, well, she just what? doesn't listen, does she? That's because <laughs> she gets so caught up in wanting to get all this stuff. She wants to make her baby happy. <clears throat> yes. What's going to make him happy and, is the trains. That's right. it. And right. by the way, by her baby, much like your husband, is not me her baby, she means her child. <laughs> or her what would, Right. Because what would make me happy is a plan. We had a plan. Uh-huh. You know? This is real standard with me and mine. We have plans, and then somehow she doesn't remember the plan. Why are we making plans? Well, she's making it ex- 
expanded. She's expanding on the plan and making it more fun. Yes. What? That's what exactly that right. Ladies, no, you know what I'm talking about. Wait, Just the plan was the plan. It, There's no expanded plan. Otherwise, we would have said, hey, here's the plan, and maybe at some point we'll expand the plan. There's always, always an opportunity to explain, okay, expand then, the plan. I have a, I have <laughs> a right, question. Yes, Doc uh, Tops of Blaze Radio <laughs> Network. What's the purpose of the plan? I'm just uh, just to set some busy boundaries, work. but there are no boundaries. Make, well, <laughs> boundaries aren't some some just. It's to open give you the illusion of having some control. Boundary. There it is. I think Brad got it. Yes. Brad got it. What is that? The illusion. It's giving you the illusion of having some measure of control. There it is. There it is. Your That's thoughts all. and opinions do matter. No, they don't. No. Ish. Carrie, don't lie. Ish. I added the ish. 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 No, they're not even ish. No, you know what it is? It's you shut up, husband, for the next few hours. Now I'm going to shut you on. up by saying we have a plan. And I was like, oh, good, stupidly. We have a plan. Okay, good. Now you're catching so, on. Yeah. So again, we're at the uh, mall yesterday. And we're walking through. And she's like, well, I don't know. What about this? Because I think you would love this. And I'm like, what? No. No. She goes, well, I think you would like it. Is that a Thomas? Is that a book? No. Okay, let's move on. She's like, well, okay, fine. Well, part of it also, depending on what it is, it it will make her happy to see her son, even if even if Cubby doesn't want it or mm-hmm, like it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my my sister, when her son was younger, she would dress him in sweater vests because it made her happy. And my cousin actually asked her, so do you dress your son nerdy? <laughs> and she said, there's going to be a point where he only wants to wear sweatpants. And right now, as a mom, and that I pretty want much to continues happy. until you die. <laughs> right, right, yes. exactly, right. Yeah. After yes. that, yeah. Okay, so I get some of that. Making I get... her happy right. to get those things for him, mm-hmm. and and just you know. And that's because the fathers look at their son like, I can't help you here. Yeah. I can't yeah. help you on this one. I'm going to try to. I'm going to do what I can to help you out, but I can't help you on this one. That's what it is. Okay, I understand. I just want to know the whole plan thing. I just feel remember, like I'm talking to myself. Just if understand that a plan happy, has very loose, ain't nobody loose limits and borders. And by loose, you mean none. Right. Exactly. Well, now, if she makes the plan and it's... You know, oh, then, then it's you, rigid. What, are you, you kidding me? You stick to oh, it. Oh, God, I got that right. <laughs> Stupid me for bringing, I guess, some alternate possibility. Plan. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Don't mess with the plan. If you would, please follow me on Twitter. It's at Doc Thompson Show. It's at uh, the Blaze Brad for Bla- Brad. For or Vlad. Or, or uh, the Blaze Carrie. For Carrie. Yep. With a K. With a K. K-A-R-I. That's right. All right, we're back with our spoon segment that, ironically, today will not involve spoons or utensils of any sort. fingers. Other than fingers. What is it? Orange gingerbread. It's from Austria. And she starts reading the ingredients. I do. They have have Uh, glucose fructose syrup listed twice. No, what are you reading the ingredients for? And don't read the calories. There are two pieces as a serving size, and it's only 140 Uh, calories. Why are you reading the label? You're ruining this for me. I read the labels too because I'm usually on the whole thirty, but I'm off right now for this. So you're killing 
means. So when you, draw, when you go through a restaurant and they have all the calories on the stupid menu, I hate that. I actually I re- know that the, right, that's I know the that they're list. bad for Orange you. gingerbread. Can we get a... All right. Okay, let's break this open here. So it's kind of cakey inside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It tastes like Hold orange on. and chocolate. Yeah. You know what this tastes just like? Mm. Orange gingerbread. Orange gingerbread. Mm. Actually pretty good. It is good. If you taste like the basic gingerbread flavor, add orange chocolate to it. Pretty self-explanatory. Mm. Where did we get? Would you buy them? This. Oh, I can taste the orange peel. Like I, I mean, like the actual. Oh, at World Market, they have some good can, stuff. Which yes, means they're probably do. eighty-five dollars for the package. You can um, <laughs> no, you can the texture of the orange peel. Like you can you can feel the actual orange peel in there. Would uh, either one look. of you buy them? Um, I like chocolate, so yeah, I would buy them. I would actually try to make them myself. Me too. And by would, that means you would try to screw them up by making them healthy. I make, I do, I do adjust recipes to make them healthy. Yeah. Um, in the grand scheme I of things, to make healthy here, I think I'll have another one just to make sure that I got it right. If you go into the store and you see these there, mm. and you see everything else out there, Oreos, cupcakes, everything else, are you buying mm. those over any of those? Now, now you threw Oreos in the mix, and that kind of everything, Double all deals stuff. are off. Why? Double stuff. Because Oreos are Oreos. Right. And you don't mess with an Oreo. Well, and I'll give you that. Orange peel, by the way. If you've noticed as somebody that, that tries to eat healthier and you got something mm-hmm. where they do substitutes or whatever, you can do like fat-free this, fat-free that. No. But the Oreos always mm-hmm. blow it. Yeah. Even Hydrox. Who's buying Hydrox? No. Enough. No. Right? Well, no, Hydrox? whenever whenever we had, you know, like, oh, our lunch table is going <laughs> to share food today, and we would get Hydrox, I would bring them in a baggie. You never... Never admit to having Hydrox. Well, they're horrible. I don't know why you're bringing them at all. It's one of those just well, leave because, them Well, because, you know, if that's what your mom buys, that's what you buy. Yeah, Hydrox, that's not good. a friend in Nashville. He was an anchor. He left us a few years ago, but he he um, had a thing for Oreos. And he would, his, his news producer said, you're gaining a little weight. And Dan said, well, you know, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I just, you know, I, yeah, I, I have some Oreos and some cookie or some milk at the after the broadcast at the end of the night. And he says, well, how, how, many, how, how many do you eat? <laughs> The whole package. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's heard, one I serving. Think, I think uh-huh. Glenn's actually said, oh, you can, you know, there's a certain amount, and, and I think his limit is five. I don't know what his problem is. No, there's no know. reason. My, my wife can do this. She will go get a cookie and uh-uh. an Oreo and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I go, she goes, no. do you want one? And I go, no, I, I want, want 75 of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I go, if package. I can't fill up on them, I don't want them. I mean, seriously, I would rather not have one at all right. then. No. It's just a no. good start. Well, right. what Dan decided to do is... Instead of eating the whole package, <laughs> it's kind of gross. He would chew them up and then spit them out. Okay, oh. see, what's the point of that? But that's, he said it kind of gave him that like, same feeling but of... But that's like anorexia or bulimia. That's really bad. That's well, really he horrible. was trying. No, no, he Dan could afford to so, lost a few pounds. I was hosting years ago at a radio station in Cleveland, like a health fair type mm-hmm. thing. And they say, come on, get your blood pressure done, get mm-hmm. all this work done. And I'm like, okay, great. So I go out and uh, they check my blood pressure. Everything's doing great. They check all this stuff. And they check my sugar. Oh, no. And she goes, hmm. You're pre And I go, what's that? She goes, wow, your sugar is really, really high. And I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah, I don't, that's really odd. And I go, could I have to do something my age? She goes, well, maybe, but you'd have to. I go, I, <laughs> I just ate an entire thing of Chips Ahoy before I came oh, here. Oh, my gosh. And I also stopped for a milkshake on the way. Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, that's probably it. Oh. That probably did it, whatever. Mystery solved. <laughs> right, exactly. So at the movies drink. last night, had a milkshake, a vanilla milkshake, mm-hmm. and they put an entire vanilla ice cream sandwich in the Oh, milk. my gosh. Did you go to the Alamo? 
No, it was at the movies. It was at uh, not the Alamo movie theater, though. I mean, no, it was a grapevine. Because the Alamo movie theater, right, is draft house. Alamo draft. Alamo draft, draft house. house. That's what it is. Mm. Yeah. There's yeah, a that's whole the, whole ice cream sandwich in a vanilla milkshake. That actually sounds like oh, a stomachache. Non-fat was the amazing thing. I had no calories all in this thing. All right, thanks so much for joining us again. Please follow us on Twitter. Mm. It's at Doc Thompson Show. See you back tomorrow, right? The oh, Carey. the Carey, Yep. At uh, the Blaze Bread. And yes, we'll be all back tomorrow as well. Yeah, yeah I so want to know what we're going to eat tomorrow. There's two left. Who gets one? I'll pick. I already have my survey. I'm <laughs> having, 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 having